0: All right, welcome to the Lakers Outsiders Podcast, everyone. My name is Donnie McHenry. Today we're going to be recapping the first preseason game that the Lakers uh, had for this 2022 23 season. Uh, 30 point loss to the Kings. That doesn't really uh, describe or show like how I feel about the game per se, but we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, might as well introduce our guests here my co-hosts uh first we've got raj raj how you doing doing well doing well
1: happy to uh be here happy to be back into basketball things
0: absolutely i've uh it's just so nice that we get to like talk about this instead of just like straight up rumors rumors and reports and scuttlebutt all the time uh <laughs> definitely looking forward to that we'll get a little bit of a uh, raj was at the game i believe well not believe i yes. know he was at the game so we'll get his little uh, perspective on uh, how the arena was. We'll see if he was uh, – i I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch the second half, so I don't know about this booing booing stuff, but we'll see if Raj was one of the people booing. Uh, also joined by uh, Walt. Walt, how you doing this evening?
2: I'm doing good, man. I'm glad to see you all. I'm glad to finally be discussing, like, actual basketball. I know cliche to say that once everything gets started, but, I mean, come on now, man. The shoes squeaking, the ball bouncing, people adjusting like the headbands and you know sleeves and stuff. I I, live, I love it. I love it. I feel alive again.
0: Uh, I was I really enjoyed. Uh, we'll probably talk about this play later. The uh, alley oop from Patrick Beverly to JTA. Just hearing Billy Mack just screaming on my television is just a very very nice uh, nice sound to hear. And like you said, shoes squeaking, all that stuff. It just really, uh, I've got Baswan right above me right now. It just feels great. We're only like, what, <laughs> I don't even you know, like four or five days in the preseason. Really only a couple if you don't count like those uh, games that the Warriors and Wizards play in, in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we're in it. We're deep in it. And like I said, we're here to recap that Lakers-Kings game that happened on Monday 0-1 to start the preseason. Uh, 0-7 now, I think, dating back to uh, last <laughs> year's preseason. I think they won the last preseason game of the season prior. So it's only a seven-game losing streak, um, I think. Rogers will give me a look like, I don't know about that. We like to lose preseason games. <laughs> I think it was like nine straight, but uh, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not really sure. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of games straight yeah. loss. But I think... Me personally, I've got a lot more positive things to say about the Lakers' performance in the game than negative things. Uh, Like I already said, I only watched the first half, so maybe that's why. But I only watched the first half because LeBron, Russ, and AD only played in that first half. Um, Speaking of Russ, he played uh, pretty well, I would say. Um, There were some other things I thought that were pretty promising, including AD's jumper, but... Raj, I'll start with you. Obviously, like I said, you were in the building. Tell me yeah. um what positives you took away while watching uh while you were watching courtside next to Denzel. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's definitely where I was. Uh first I was not booing. Um honestly, like I I think Cooper's the one that pointed out that there was uh there was booing. Uh, I think he tweeted it out. I didn't hear like booing, I guess. Maybe that was just my you know, uh, glass half full ears. Like I was not hearing any uh, actual booing It uh, Maybe I'm just scarred from last year where it was so, uh, so loud, but <laughs> the, I thought the, the boos <laughs> were deafening yes, last year <laughs> The boos and the uh, other stuff they were saying that aren't suitable for podcasts. Um, but uh, <laughs> I thought, you know, the pace was like the biggest thing I picked on. I thought they were really fast. I thought they wanted to run. I thought Kendrick Nunn was a big part of that. You added another, like he started, obviously he was the starting shooting guard. We'll see if that keeps up throughout. I know you guys are uh, very high on that, but uh, I, I think, uh, but uh, Kendrick Nunn really like impacted the pace. He saw his like quickness. Him and AD had like a nice two man game uh, on the on the on the on the side of the floor to start the game, and he got a three out of it. But I thought the pace definitely was the biggest thing I picked up on. Russell Westbrook was decisive. Like I thought, there wasn't very much pounding of the ball. I thought it was just um, he found a gap, as Darvin Ham said, and and attacked it. And that stuff like really stood out, obviously, when you're lucky not to watch that second half because that was not a lot of <laughs> basketball. But uh, yeah, I thought those things like really popped and uh, gave hopefully some hope into uh, and take some momentum of that first half into uh, the Wednesday game.
0: Look, uh, no offense to our sweet little boys, uh, Max Christie and uh, Cole <laughs> Swider, who I'm sure did great jobs in that second half, uh, ignoring the final score. Um, but you know, I had a, I had a rough night watching my Rams and I was sleepy. I'm still, I'm still getting a game shape, you know, like LeBron's getting a game shape shooting over seven. I'm still getting a game shape, you know, Just living out in these like Walt in these central and Eastern time zones. I got to get warmed up to all this late night action. Uh, well, I think you were able to catch the game, catch the first half at least. What, uh, what stood out to you, uh, positive about the game? Are you going to? Obviously, Raj mentioned we're part of the nun hive obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, none, hey, butter, none better. None better. What you, would what'd you think? None better. What would you think of him? And then uh, what else did you like from the uh, Lakers? Uh,
2: man, with everything got none to me. He, you know, a lot of times you talk about players got popped to their game. He really got, like, popped to his game as far as, like, the mm-hmm. way he go into his, you know, dribble moves and hesitation and being able to, like, go from a hesitation to just, like, blowing past somebody. He, uh, he got to the rim a few times yesterday. He smoked one after he he got somebody good, hesitation on, like, the right side and got, like, right to the rim. He probably got, like, hit or, you know, felt some weight and missed time to lay up. But that was just good to see, like, you know, last year. Outside of LeBron and occasionally Russ, we really didn't have a lot. And Malik Monk, we didn't have a lot of players that can just, like, say, well, I'm going to go over here to the wing, hesitation, I'm going to the hoop. So real uh, – that was real refreshing to see. Um, effort, too. I could see, like – I feel like they, they cared last year to a certain point, but they feel like they really cared yesterday, like, making rotations and whatnot. One play that stood out was JTA. Somehow, I don't know what happened, but he ended up, like – I think he went to help somebody else and got, like, outside the three-point line or he was, like, maybe running back in transition. But he got, like, a steal just – pure effort, running back to the spot where he was supposed to be, knowing where he was supposed to be, and just got, like, a clean steal. Um, And I don't know what happened after that, but that was just, like, good to see. Like, Mm -hmm. people knew where to go, know they wanted to get there. Um, Like, Winion Gabriel, like, his energy was amazing. I got to, like, eat a lot of crow at what I thought about him on the roster, man. He The way he was playing, specifically, I guess the Kings, because they got, like, you know, one of the younger teams. Like, that's why he kind of stood out well. But when you look around the league, I mean, that's pretty much all you got in front of you. So um, it, it sounds like he might get, like, a lot more playing time than we, uh, you know, we probably all expected. But those pretty much the things that stood out to me, just the energy, effort, and, um, you know, Kendrick Nunn. He'll always stand out to me no matter what happened. So pretty much it.
0: I, I appreciate you guys doing the uh... – Kendrick Nunn pump up talks for me. I won't have to I won't have to do it, you know, force it in. Um, yeah, Wenyan Gabriel, man. I think I tweeted uh I tweeted this at Jason Tim for earlier. Like he was the one, you know, there were some things that pleased me. Like Russell Westbrook mm. played pretty well. I'll talk about that in a sec. Um I did think JTA's like effort and activity was really good. Kendrick Nunn was showing, you know. That type of, like, he can kind of pick up the slack in terms of us losing Malik Monk, uh, do some pick and roll with AD, score on his own, stuff like that. But, yeah, Wenyan Gabriel blew me away. I kind of just factored in that he was going to be completely buried in this rotation. And I think for, for the season preview I wrote for Silver Screen and Roll, like, I think the headline was, like, is Wenyan Gabriel even going to, like, make it to halfway through the season? Like, he <laughs> seems like the, like, ideal... like the specific guy that they would drop to pick up like a bio guy or something like that or you know when they make a trade and they need to create a roster spot gabriel's gone but he was like one of the top performers on monday i don't know if that's just because of like you know even the kings like you know they're doing weird rotations like they're just trying to get guys in and keep guys fresh like they're not doing their normal rotation so like everyone's getting some activity in there and like Maybe Gabriel just happened to find a nice little spot to make an impact. I don't know. He had like no, at he, least two blocks, right?
1: He's he's a lot bigger in per like in person. Like I didn't think he was that. Um, he's a lot bigger and like a lot, looks a lot stronger in person. Like he's a, he looks like a force. Like a, maybe it's because the Lakers play a bunch of small dudes. You know, like mm-hmm. maybe that's why. Like maybe there's a bunch of guards around him. But he was a force, and even against a guy like Rashawn Holmes. Like he was able to like keep him off the boards and box him out and get like really contested rebounds. He runs the floor, which I know it's a low bar, but like with our bigs from last year, like, and uh, I think he can shoot a little bit too. I don't think he took any like jump shots um, yesterday, but uh, yeah, he looked good. And with a team that's like, you know, asking for forwards and big men that aren't Anthony Davis or small forwards that aren't, you know, LeBron or JTA, like I think, you know, Wenyon kind of fits into that middle portion of like the power forward, that we don't really have uh very many on the team. So yeah, I thought he would kind of be waived, but I mean he played really well. Uh I think his deal is like non guaranteed, but he played really well in that game. It stood out definitely in person too. Like he was he looked like a force, like a actual force on the floor, uh with all the other guys that we play.
0: Yeah, I just kinda of figured like given the fact that they signed Thomas Bryant, Damian Jones, mm-hmm. you already got A D, like that's a lot of front court minutes. Yeah. And then, you know, you throw, like, I feel like they really, really like JTA, then who knows how they really feel about Troy Brown Jr. He obviously didn't play in Monday's game, and then Lonnie Walker and Dennis Schroeder did not either. Um, But, like, yeah, I was kind of just always thinking, like, well, he's not going to play over Brian Jones. He's probably not going to play over JTA and Brown, but now I'm kind of like, would he, like, be able to steal some minutes from, like, JTA and Brown like in, like, a four, maybe three type of, like, weird lineup where he's in there? and Because, like, he's, like, I wouldn't say he's an amazing perimeter defender, but like he has the speed and like the length to kind of stay with those guys. I think one of his blocks, I don't know who it was on, but it was a Kings player who was just like, yeah, I'm just going to drive to the rim. And yeah. Gabriel stayed with him all the way from the three point line to the rim and then stuffed him, stuffed him big time. And yeah, I just looked. He had, Gabriel had three blocks total. Let me make sure. Yeah, three blocks total, one steal. Uh, one of his blocks i don't know if it was the one i was just talking about but it was the one that led to patrick beverly and jta out on the mm-hmm. fast break with that dunk so yeah extremely impressed by gabriel i very interested to see like once troy brown jr is in the like in the preseason rotation and like lonnie walker's in there just to see like how that affects his minutes um moving forward but yeah really happy to see everything we saw from him and then yeah I feel like we haven't talked about Russell Westbrook. We should probably, we should probably talk about Westbrook since he had it. He deserves it his own segment, man. He, he deserves his own segment. I was going to say he had a good game, but obviously just a good first half. But, yeah, man, I mean, two for three from the field. Um, I think I heard on a podcast that he took one jumper, but I don't really remember that. Did he take a yeah, jumper in the game? Mm-hmm. he did, yeah. He yeah.
1: Off, off the pick and roll, pull up. Um, I was like, why?
0: I remember <laughs> just saying, like, why? You're playing so well
1: but Um, but but.
0: I know I know but we at least made it through one game without a side of the backboard really 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 depressing field goal attempt from him um let's see I think he had he had one turnover but I think that was the one where like he tried to thread a window to Jones on like a pick and roll and then like the Kings player deflected it and it just like flew into the into the (laughs) backcourt and he just he just took that um whatever 24 second violation I think technically was was what it was Mm -hmm. but other than that no turnovers, uh, three assists. He had one, speaking of Gabriel, one to Gabriel, like on a little pick and roll they had, and he kind of just dumped it off to him. Uh, mm-hmm. Had one. There was a couple plays where I was starting to see the differences of like Ham's four in, one out, kind of the little layout in Vogel's. Like they were yeah. kind of getting, I don't know whether it was AD. They did a lot of AD in like the short posts, but then like the guy – they would kind of, you know, do a pause where it's like, okay, this is like the Vogel, like everyone's just standing around doing nothing. But then the, whether it was Nunn or sometimes even LeBron on the weak side wing would just cut into the lane. And yeah. Russ had one where he's backing his guy down and Nunn just like swooped on in. And Westbrook, like, I don't even think he passed it. I think he just dropped it and Nunn picked it like up. Like a and, handoff. Yeah, had an easy layup. Yeah. I think there was one AD. AD had like that, uh, that mid-range fadeaway that he made. But mm-hmm. I was like screaming at the TV because LeBron was cutting in into the middle and AD had an easy little dump off for like one of those insane like LeBron, like one handed dunks. But yeah, hey, he made the jumper. Uh, speaking of that, uh, well, or Raj, I'll let just talk about it. Uh, AD made some jumpers. That's always good to see, right? It Yeah, it felt like a concerted effort for him
1: to like take more threes. Um, the, last year, I think a lot of times he kind of passed those up. His confidence, I think, dipped as the percentages continued to dip down. But yeah, like he was in the corner, spaced and on the wing, um, a lot of pick and pop opportunities where he got the ball and shot it confidently. I think he had two threes, if I remember correctly, um, if I remember in person, I believe it was two threes: one I think in the corner, one on the wing. Um, and yeah, that fadeaway, I think, is the shot like he's looking to get to. Like I think that's the one he likes. That little. Hakeem fake like fadeaway. I think that's like the layup shot to him uh, in terms of a turnaround jumper. I'm fine with those, right? I think those are okay. I think it's like the jab step over two people is the one that's like uh, I would like him to kind of get out of his game. But I thought 80's jumper looked fine. He said the wrist uh, he had some wrist problems last year. I'm gonna hold him to that to the to start this uh, to start this season. Um, but he looked aggressive with it, and I think that's what's uh, what's important. And he played more center last year than I thought. They played Jones and Bryant together, which was, I thought, something I would not see. Um, And he saw it really early, and it it gave them the opportunity to put AD at center, Uh, which I'm interested to see if that's kind of the stuff that they go more to. Uh, But, yeah, I thought he looked looked really good. He was moving well. He was competitive. He got a tech really early on, (laughs) which you don't see very many times in preseason. Uh, But uh, it was like, okay, like.
0: I'm, I'm he glad said something. There. He says I don't know. I don't know if you noticed, but the, um, the ref was. <laughs> I felt bad. The ref was a woman, and like I don't mm-hmm. know what AD said, but I know it was super mean. <laughs> and I feel like she was just like, "Yeah, that's that's just like uncalled <laughs> for." AD, I'm giving you a technical right now. <laughs> he was in, and I don't even think I don't know. They didn't show uh, like a replay of it. I don't think I don't even think it was that egregious of a foul. But hey. And I don't, I don't know if, I wonder he if. He said it pretty um,
1: demonstratively. Like it was, I was right, in, I saw it right there. It was pretty demonstrative of a, of <laughs> of how pissed off he
0: was. I could, um, I could, you could hear him. Like you couldn't hear exactly what he was saying, but you could hear his voice on the TV uh, when he did okay. it. And like, right when the, whi- you know, sometimes the whistle goes off and you're like, I don't know yeah. what that whistle was for now. Right when the whistle goes off, went off, I was like, I know exactly what this is. They need to get detected. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, I kind of forgot about Damian Jones and Thomas Bryant getting on the court at the same time. I like, I felt like I was joking maybe to you guys at one point, like, and are we – like, we're so small. Is there going to be a time where it's like AD, Thomas Bryant, and Damian Jones out there and, like, AD is just like the weirdest wing of all time? I don't know. I doubt that probably will happen at any point. But, Walt, did you – uh? You got any feelings about A.D. or maybe uh, how you feel about Thomas Bryant versus Damian Jones? Yeah,
2: I definitely could tell A.D. wanted the threes to go down yesterday. He he changed his shot a little bit, too. I don't think he changed the mechanics of his shot. I think he changed his footwork and what he does with his mm-hmm. lower body. Because I was watching the – I know everybody was kind of laughing about it. He was shooting with lethal shooter. And he was doing something, like, real methodical and slow, like, when he would – you know, work on that motion. And it paid off, obviously, because everything looked clean. Even the one – I think he he shot, what, three or four. And, they you know, they didn't look terrible. Like last year, they looked like – you could tell when they were going to be yeah. short, they wouldn't touch anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Putting way too much air on the ball, all upper body. He, he seemed to be really focusing on – or he was focusing on, you know, making sure everything was right. And, hey, man, if AD can hit two out of three – and, you know, he actually play a full game and you get AD on defense. It changed the conversation as far as what you think about the team. And it's just, I don't care how you slice it, uh, along with LeBron doing what LeBron does. Uh, but, yeah, with Thomas Bryant and um, and Damian Jones, mm, I see the vision with kind of <laughs> using the 2020, you know, verticality, Having a center, mm-hmm. you know, that can kind of just be bouncy because he was he was super bouncy yesterday, and you know, nothing really was going on around the rim, so I give him that credit. I see the vision with it, um, and just bringing Thomas Brown out the bench like a bench spark plug, floor spreader, if he's feeling it, and you know, he, he plays his way back into shape and get back to what he was when he was with the Wizards, and you can you know you can probably ride with him in a game or two. It all depends, um, but yeah, I I, I I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all
0: yeah I'd, um Thomas Bryant, I feel like <laughs> I'd been hearing I think I did a podcast about him uh, a few weeks ago and um, I didn't really remember too much about like watching him his rookie season to be honest but I just kept hearing things about him being an extremely high energy high motor guy and that's exactly yeah. what he was when he came in. he was like he's also a guy I can see falling on the floor like 50 times a game just like ad does every single game um he had one where like uh lebron and him had a little action like on the side and then lebron just did one of his passes that absolutely no one sees coming i don't even think brian really saw it coming and he like right when he caught it i was like oh he's about to like bungle this one and like even all the way up until he fell on the floor i was like that's not going in and it somehow found a way to go in. <laughs> yeah. he, he was like trying to dunk it and then it wasn't a dunk and then he tried to lay it up and i was like this ain't going in and it rolled around and fell in and then he was like rolling off the floor, trying to get up. I was like, okay, there's a hot, super high energy. Um, Damien Jones, Damien Jones is another guy who like, I didn't realize how big he was. Like, I don't know. He looked like extremely big. I don't know if it was, uh, he, he's, he's with AD with wearing the white tee underneath the Jersey. Um, common, common, uh, trope with that is, uh, they're wearing the white tee to, uh, cover up, uh, mental or not mental muscle deficiencies oh, yeah. underneath <laughs> underneath the t-shirt he's uh but we, well, we'll, yeah I want there's a let's just say there's a lot of college players that I feel like wear t-shirts uh underneath but uh he's he looked big and yeah like like Raj you said earlier wenning Gabriel really looked big to me it'll be interesting to kind of see I mean I don't think we're even gonna like get a conclusion until the regular season starts but what what like a lineup with ad at the five kind of looks like because they're going to have to use that at times if not every time they close just with like the way the nba is and i like you said well i can see the vision with Damian jones or thomas bryant at the center like at all times basically mm-hmm. until it's like you know <laughs> until we're playing the warriors opening night and it kind of <laughs> makes way more sense to have ad at the five i just don't know like back to the wings thing who knows if we have the wings to kind of do that kind of stuff but that's a problem for october 18th um well, it's let me cra- see it's crazy how,
1: how, how different those two bigs are even though they're kind of fitting in. i know thomas bryan's like a pop pick and pop big his jumper looked nowhere near ready to be like that type of threat in the pick and pop game but look how different they are brian is very bouncy he's jumpy he's loud you know he's trying to dunk on you every time and Damian Jones is just calm and, you know, runs up the floor, sets his screens, <laughs> mm-hmm. rolls hard, you know, tries to catch a lob here and there. Very safe, right in the drop type of scheme that Darvin Ham is trying to impose. And Thomas Bryant comes in it's just, we're going to scream and yell, and we're going to run <laughs> up and down the floor. It's so funny just the, you know, the difference between those two. Um And, yeah, AD at the five is interesting. I think they went with Gabriel next to him a few times. They had JTA, who... He's going to have to hit an open shot. Like, he's going to have to at least hit one or two open threes. Uh, The crowd really wanted him to hit at least one. Uh, I think he missed all his threes last night. Um, But he fits well. I think, you know, it's interesting him and Troy Brown, I think, are super important to this team because we just don't have any middle wings. It goes from LeBron.
0: They're the only only ones other than LeBron.
1: Yeah, it's it's LeBron, and then it's, like, Austin, who I guess we can touch on a little later, who looked kind of – of lost in what he was supposed to do, kinda of confused. They gave him the backup point guard role, which is interesting with like the amount of guards that we have that we threw Austin the backup point guard role. Again that goes into none starting, I guess. But yeah, I think it's interesting watching T V and Jones kind of being different, uh totally different, even though they're kind of in that same kind of role there at the center position. I'm I'm interested to see how how it plays out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was wanting to touch on Austin Reeves so we might as well do that now. Um kind of talk about Reeves and Patrick Beverly I kind of feel like they played a lot together last night but like yeah I think Beverly and Austin Reeves both individually like did more bring the ball up ball handling than none and Westbrook do you agree like I don't know Reeves especially um, I feel like they were just kind of like I think he's capable of it I just don't think he's capable of it to be like his primary duty like yeah he, like he's like he can bring the ball up and then like he had that one play where he was getting hounded by whoever was guarding him and then he found a way to get past him and then he had a nice little dump off to gabriel uh who was in the dunker spot but mm-hmm. there was like one time maybe two times where he like had a turnover or like made a dumb pass uh and like beverly like i i'm kind of the same way like i know he can do it i know i can like semi-trust him to like bring the ball up that doesn't mean like I think it's the best thing for the team. Um, and I don't know. Like we're talking about preseason, like, you know, <laughs> like I said, who knows if Wenyan Gabriel's even gonna play opening night. So m- most of the stuff doesn't even matter. But Walt, like, did you what did you see from Austin Reeves? Do you kind of feel like the same thing as Raj? Like he was kinda kinda lost in sauce out there.
2: Yeah, he looked like he was just doing what the coach told him to do and what they wanted him to work on. Like they was like, Hey, we're gonna have you be on the ball tonight, bring the ball up playmaking duties um which you know he he that's technically what he when he came out of Arkansas and when he was at Wichita State that's what he did he was on the ball a lot so I know he'd probably be comfortable doing it but you know like we talked about in the group chat I think it would be best if it was you know with somebody like Dennis who's super aggressive um who can like be a threat even though he can't shoot per se he's like a a spot-up speed threat. And what I mean by that is, like, you know, those people who, let's say you drive and kick to them, but they can't shoot, but they're so fast, when they get it, like, it's like,
0: yeah.
2: you know, they can just explode off the dribble. So having somebody like that beside him rather than Pat Beverly, I think he would thrive a little bit better. Um, And then he can go off the ball. You can just get a ball to Dennis, let him bring it up, and, you know, you can still have him, you know, if you want to do a dribble handoff, have him initiate the offense if you're going into, like, another action. You can do it like that with Austin, but I thought he just, just fucking around. Excuse. Oh, can we curse?
0: Yeah, <laughs> we can
2: curse. I thought he was, he was just a- fucking around last night, man. Just doing some <laughs> stuff. I don't think, I don't even think he would be doing that too many times in the regular season. At least after they watch that tape, he
0: shouldn't be. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Hey, I didn't say you know. I said we can curse. I didn't say you can just start laying it on thick. <laughs> like, you, know, you said you said the second one with a lot a lot of confidence. Let it flow, man. Yeah, yeah, a lot of vigor vigor behind that one. Yeah, um, yeah the, you brought up Dennis. I kind of forgot. Like while we were talking about it, like who knows when Dennis Schruder? I have like I've I feel like there's a wide variety of what kind of minutes Dennis Schroeder can get, and I really can't tell, like how the coaches are feeling about it in terms of like needing needing a score like him because like i feel like he kind of does a lot of stuff that none can also do um he's also got his defense but then it's like i don't know i mean this just goes back to the guard problem like i don't Mm -hmm. know raj do you what do you what do you kind of expect in like once a dennis shooter comes into town or yeah, com- see, the or coming like- to the country actually. Actually,
1: <laughs> I want Austin <laughs> out of yeah, visa issues. Yeah, he's not even in, he's not even here yet. Um, I want Austin playing as many minutes with like LeBron and AD. Like, I think that's like, yeah, the role that I want him in. I think they they were really testing out backup point guard Austin, which I mean, you he can do that. And again, like, I, I just don't think that's where his skills are. Like, you said, that's what he was, um, in college um but that's not what made him great last year like last year was the right. reason he he you know the reason we put him on this pedestal is because like he fits with superstars so well similar with like patrick beverly i think the reason pat bev started dribbling is because like it's jta it's austin reeves it's you know and then it's like a center and patrick beverly's like well someone's got to dribble so he's like running pick and rolls and pat bev took like a step back three which he made i think he made one of those but there was some I, like weird it was food.
0: sick it was sick. I, was, was, like, yeah. I was shocked.
1: <laughs> so uh, he did Pat Bev stuff, and yeah, like I'm really interested when Dennis comes back, Lonnie Walker as well. Like Lonnie Walker, where does he kind of fit? Whose minutes is he stealing? Like uh, out on the floor, I think this idea that the guards are gonna play, you know, wings are all fun and games until it's like Keegan Murray, you know, coming off a, a down screen, and it's like you know Kendrick Nunn trying to pick him up. Like so, like I'm I'm interested to see like how the guard rotation. Because we looked athletic, like, yesterday. It's just, like, and we're missing maybe our best athlete um, who's who's hurt on an ankle. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm interested to see, like, how he kind of fits into it. But, yeah, Austin, if Austin's not starting, like, I'd like him at least to, like, be in the LeBron minutes. Like, let him, like, at least play in those second units. Um, I don't think Austin should be, like, your main initiator. Like, I think that's – and to be fair, Davion Mitchell picked him up, I think davion's like nickname is off night is that correct i think it's i think it's something like that some kind of defense what's uh, that what's that mean like he gives people off nights like on their like Uh, when he guards them like i believe that's him who has that nickname um and he made it he's he's
0: definitely a really good point of attack defender just yeah a small amount of time so far in the league
1: yeah the kings are an interesting bunch definitely it's a bunch of players that you don't think are on the team that are on the team It's it's a it's a very interesting bunch but uh yeah, I'm interested how Austin kind of finds his role because I think he needs to be more aggressive. He needs to shoot more, definitely. He passed up a lot of shots yesterday, too, so we'll see. But, yeah, I hope he plays more with the starters.
0: Yeah, completely forgot about Lonnie Walker. Whoops. Um, He's there, just a little hurt. But, uh, yeah, I guess we can kind of talk about some problems. Well, there's a couple problems. One I don't really think is a problem. Two I think is a huge problem. I'll start with that. And it kind of works with, you know, we're going to be getting Dennis Schroeder. We're going to be getting Lonnie Walker. They're going to at least be in the preseason rotation where they're getting a decent amount of minutes. Defensive rebounding. uh, That was definitely a problem uh, on Monday night's game. There's at least two possessions where I think the Kings had two or three or four different field goals all in one possession. Uh, Let me look. I had it here a second ago. Second chance points. The Kings had 20 to the Lakers 11. Um, And then, yeah, just so many offense rebounds on two different possessions. That was definitely an issue last season as well. And what's the common, like, common thread between last season and this season? Uh, We got a bunch of really small guards. So, I don't know. Do you guys think this is just going to be a problem all season? Do you think once we kind of get a normal rotation with, like, our front court guys playing a lot, we can kind of nail that down or what?
2: Yeah, I think it's going to be a problem because when you got guards like that, um, they have guard brain. So if you ever play with guards, you know that they always tell them to sprint out to the wing so that way they're going to wait to pass and start to break. Like I think if you do that enough times, that's just in you. So um you got ad and jones down there like battling and lebron i still throw him kind of in the guard thing too um so you got two people battling anywhere from three to four people and then you got your two guards and russ and kendrick nunn that they're gonna just go you know they're trying to get to the middle of the court or try to hit the wings like i said and rebound just not gonna be a priority or maybe they fix it i don't know it all depends um I'm glad that Darvin Ham kind of, I think he talked about it a little bit, about, you know, them not getting rebounds like that. So maybe they fix it. Somebody's going to have to, like, start crashing down, though, or it's going to be a problem all year. Um, but like you said, it's a, it's what the problem was last year, not enough energetic people who just want to get in and get the boards. When Winyan got in, I noticed he was, like, hitting the glass hard. He was in there, like, really, like, You know, mixing it up. So, I don't know. We'll see. I I think it'll probably be a problem, though.
1: Yeah, Patrick Beverly goes and boxes out every time, which is nice. Like that's a that's a thing I noticed. Like he's one guy that goes and puts a body on people. Austin Mm -hmm. Reeves, Austin Reeves does it as well. Kendrick Nunn is not really like that type of guard. He's not like a physical box out guard. Russell Westbrook is not that type of guard. Not that type of rebounder. He's not the type to go put a body on a man and box out. Uh, LeBron kind of taps rebounds to himself. Um, So, like, rebounding is definitely going to be an issue. I think Damian Jones helps that in the starting lineup. But, uh, yeah, especially when we go to our bench units, I'm interested to see um, if we can rebound enough. The Kings also, like Sabonis, is a great offensive rebounding type big. Um, So they kind of give teams – they're going to give teams a little bit of trouble with that. But that's what happens when you play a bunch of small type of guards. You're going to need to – gang rebound you're gonna to need to have guys um all attack the glass and i think that's something that darvin kind of pushes but again players don't change overnight they're gonna get uh, uh we were talking about earlier like russell westbrook had that tough possession that defensive possession like this just it's not gonna change overnight players aren't gonna change you know overnight and we'll see if they can get like lonnie walker to buy into stuff like that um but yeah i think it's definitely gonna be an issue uh those guards are gonna to have to score enough to kind of uh, mm-hmm. kind of help with how you know how much they give away defensively so we'll see if they can do that Kendrick Nunn did that last night we'll see if like that that continues um, going into these other games but I think it's gonna be an issue for sure we have to clean that up
0: yeah Um. I mean I don't know I feel like it's you know Walt was kind of talking about Damian Jones or Thomas Bryant and then them along with AD kind of crashing the board providing that size inside to try and get that defense rebound uh i think i think we just need a certain guy named russell westbrook to get in there and box out use his physicality to his advantage um that's something that he's never really done in his career and it's just another one of those things that the lakers i like i just, like i know it's foolish to ask of these things or like plan on these things happening because he hasn't been doing them in his entire career but also, it kind of needs to happen for them to even like, you know, be in the middle of the pack in the Western Conference this season. So yeah. until I'm blue in the face, like just going to keep saying it, like Russ needs to play some defense Russ needs to try in the, on the boards and then he needs to make the right and proper decision on the offensive end. But in terms of offense, end, I thought he was great last night, um, picked his picked his spots um you know got the smaller guy on him and De'Aaron fox sweet take find the lane take it to the rim muscle him in mm. um find those dump offs so i mean yeah russell westbrook very happy with uh and then the one other negative i was leading in uh, a second ago a uh, certain guy went 0 for 7 from the field uh might know him his name is lebron james uh rough rough night i was like thinking I was having a great time in the first half because I was thinking that entire time, I was like, man, if LeBron was making half of these baskets, we'd be up on the Kings by a lot right now. Um Yeah, yeah he had I don't know. He he had one layup that I was really mad about. Ken it was on a fast break and none <laughs> made a really nice move to dump off to him. And he I think he kind of did the uh the THT off backhand
1: reverse mm-hmm. finger
0: roll layup and it like just like got it almost got like wedgied in the rim and it just like just did not go in and i was like oh man run like could have had a real nice highlight there like he just biffed that layup big time and then he had uh he had just had a couple jumpers that just like were not there over 7 mm-hmm. i i was mean to look back at it i'm sure he's had these types of games in his first preseason outing like many times before but I don't know any any care or worry at all on uh, one LeBron James. I, I've got I've got zero worry, honestly.
1: Like I didn't even know he was 0 for seven when I was in the like watching really? in the in the game in the building. Yeah, I found that out, out after. I was like, he didn't make a shot. Like, are we sure? Like he yeah. was at the... And then uh, I think because he had a bunch of free throws and stuff like that that I uh, just forgot that he didn't even uh, make a shot. So no, not worried about LeBron. That's a very low on my list of uh worries about this team. I think LeBron's going to be fine.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's going to be uh missing those types of layups all season. He was it was like one of those layups where it's like, "All right, LeBron, like I know you're 100% effort. That like just that layup alone was like your 60% effort." Just like, "Yeah, like I could go up and slam this right now, but let me just finger roll it." And it's like, "Nope." It's off. <laughs> um let's see. I'm not sure what else we had. Anything, you know, anything else, like, just in general that stood out to you guys? Well, what about you? Uh,
2: I didn't think uh, Max Christie looked too out of place on defense. Um, I was kind of, uh, when he got in, I was just kind of watching him because I know that's something that a lot of people talk about is his bread and butter. I thought he rotated well. He had his hand. He didn't get a steal, but he had his hands in help position um, he wasn't getting, like, screened off and lost. Uh, he wasn't getting, like, knocked off his spot. He was uh, – I see the vision. That's going to be my new thing. I see it. I see it. He, he – <laughs> I
1: don't
2: know if he going – he obviously probably not going to get time because, like we said, if he getting time and he actually mattering, then, buddy, it, the That's season's fine. train yeah. is off the rails. But, you yeah. know, they they say, hey, man, we need you for, like, two or three minutes before – the second half, I mean, the first half in, I wouldn't be, like, opposed to them throwing them out there and letting them get his feet wet. Um, you know, the the jump shot and all of that has to come along. He got a dunk off the dribble. I said, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he got some size. That was his, I, uh, see I the vision. That was his first, maybe, only basket, right? Mm,
2: I think I so. Saw I saw him more.
0: A... I know he I had a lot like, of uh... <laughs> He was putting them up. Why does it say... Oh, I'm in the. First, I'm, a, I'm only in the first half. I was like, "Why does it say he, he didn't have a basket?" I did see like the video of him getting a dunk, and I think it was his like first technical NBA basket, and he had a big old smile. And I saw, I saw Patrick, uh, Beverly, Rick ran up to him like, "There you go, there you go." Oh, I forgot to say earlier. And then Raj, I'll ask you any other little tidbits about the second half after. Um, we were talking earlier about AD and how he kind of was seemingly like. Purposely seeking out that three point shot, yeah. Like you could tell watching the bench on all of his three point attempts, like it was like a point of emphasis, emphasis for like the team as well. Like they were getting yeah. up before the ball was even like <laughs> close to coming down. Like come on, come on. And then like the two he made. It was like you would have thought like they won the NBA Finals on the bench. <laughs> but uh, I mean, hey, I I don't blame him. Like like Walt, like you said, like AD makes two threes a game. We're we're in business. We're uh, cooking. We're in cooking big time, but. Yeah, Raj, uh, what was talking about Christie in the second half? Uh, enlighten me about something else, something else good that happened in the second half.
1: Uh, really quickly, did Max Christie look as big on TV as, like, he looked like he doubled in, like, wait, did he look, does he look, did he look a lot bigger on TV than in person or not really? Like, in person, I, don't know I about, thought, like, he looked huge, like, he's from know about from big, League.
0: But him and, like, Gabriel and a lot of dudes on the Lakers just got some long ass arms. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I say this, It's the the bringing the the newborn to play. You can tell he <laughs> now that he's like in the NBA, he probably, you know, he on the NBA regimen of it's this many workouts per day and how many meals you're yeah. going to get for sure. So he he he's not as frail as he looked in the summer league, you can tell. No. You can tell he he's no. he getting he getting into that that NBA conditioning and lifestyle. Yeah,
1: for I sure. see the. But I'm like, excited, I'm like,
2: man. I'm like, we keep forgetting about him because he's young, but it's we don't got a lot of young. We don't get a lot of young dudes, man. We get to mold around, so I'm gonna love my son,
1: my my Lakers son. <laughs> Speaking of young dudes, man, I thought Cole Swider looked like, looked like as advertised to me. Mm-hmm. Like I thought, like I people are asking me, can he defend? Look, we need shooting. Yes. All right, like I understand he can't slide his feet.
0: <laughs> that's fair. By the way, yeah, I was gonna say the answer is no, but
1: okay. Go ahead. But that that shot is pretty. Like that That's is real. a legit jumper. And his like he's a shooter shooter, you know, like he's not mm-hmm. just a big man who can shoot, like he's a shooter that happens to be big. Like it's the difference. Like he yeah. his footwork coming off screens, like he fades or curls like a shooter does. Um that jumper is textbook, like it you can like, you can put that up against any other jump shot, it looks clean. And he's confident with this too. His first mm-hmm. shot, like he came into the game. Came off a curl, wasn't even open, just faded off. Dude was contested in his face, and he nailed it. Um, hit a step back three as well. Got fouled on one. Like I, he's look. I don't know if he'll play, but I want to see it at least. Like put him next to LeBron and AD. Put him in the opposite corner. Let teams help off him, and let me see if he can hit an open shot. I'm I'm interested. Uh, so I, no one's does no one's like should be. Uh, grandfathered into a rotation spot like I think <laughs> Cole Swider should get a fair shake at it um, mm. maybe that's overlooking one preseason game but we need shooting and I think he he can at least do that I don't know about all of this stuff I don't want him dribbling ever I saw him dribble a couple times <laughs> like let's <laughs>
0: let's
1: just keep it on the let's just keep it on the catch and shoot yeah. um, but I, I thought he looked I thought he was the best part of that second half let's put it that way There's there wasn't a lot of Things to take from that second half, but I thought Cole Swider was uh, what we got advertised as. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I mean,
0: agree. I I think he's undoubtedly the best three point shooter on the team, like literally right now. <laughs> and like Rogers, like I can't believe we're saying that we're not gonna give him like any rotation minutes. But, oof, man, like it, the defense is bad, just all around. Period. And he's like, I don't know. You'll you'll you can provide some candor on how he looks in person, but. Every time I see him, like, on these courts, he looks so, like, not short, but so scrawny. Like, so scrawny. Like, I don't know. Like, it looks like his, like, arms just, like, have, like, no definition, like, whatsoever. <laughs> like, I don't know. Him and, him and Christy, like, both, I feel like, you know, next after next offseason, I feel like they're going to be... If they don't get any rotation time this year, I feel like they're going to be well-positioned to get some time, uh next season after a nice little full nba off season get on that get on that austin reeves regimen get the get the protein bars at the ucla health uh training center get a little nice 10 pounds of muscle and uh they'll be real good um definitely excited you know to like walt said we don't really get too many young guys around here too often it's gonna be nice to like at least have them to like watching the second half of these preseason games, uh, or in any games that like the big three guys set out. Um, yeah. Speaking of preseason games, uh, might as well finish by thinking about the next one. If you're listening to this podcast, uh, the games tonight, the Lakers playing their BFFs, uh, in the desert, the Phoenix suns, uh, mm-hmm. just two teams <laughs> that love each other very, very much. I say sadly, but I'm happy that we don't get to see Jay Crowder. Uh, sadly, he will not be in the lineup. Uh, I feel like we could be we could possibly be destined for like some uh, some chirping, some jawing if Jay Crowder was involved. Just because I don't know, like you know, preseason, like some you know, Russ plays defense a little too hard on one of the guys, and like a little chirping starts. I think that might still happen. We'll see, but assuming. All the big guys play for both sides. How do you guys kind of see this first quarter and first half uh, going between the Lakers and Suns? Uh, Raj, we'll start with you.
1: Yeah, so the Suns have kind of kicked our uh, kicked our butts for the last you know few times that we met. Um, it's felt like the games haven't been competitive in a very long time, and we're getting them probably off the worst time to get them after losing to a non-NBA squad. Uh, so I'm sure they're gonna want to put a win uh, in their Here, let's books. let's
0: let's pay him some respects. I got him right up in front of me the Adelaide thirty 36ers
1: Adelaide 36ers sorry who you know played really great I think Craig I, Randall I think I was, was talking
0: you know? I think I was talking to a buddy who doesn't pay attention to the NBA and he thought I had a typo like in my text. <laughs> like I said 36ers <laughs> and he's like well, what, like what are you uh, that's a funny typo like what are you talking about though I was like no 36ers but sorry go on. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's hopefully you know we can, at least the first quarter can be nice and competitive. We'll see. The Suns just have so much chemistry and played a bajillion games together. All their actions are done. You know they can do blindfolded now. So like you know the Monty Williams is there has been there for a while. Uh, so yeah, I hope just it's competitive, man. I don't expect like when their bench comes in and our bench comes in, I'm not really expecting uh <laughs> the game to be that close, but. Uh, I'll be watching for the first half. I think it's important. Uh, I think it's – I've been saying this preseason is important and the first game I think went okay. I don't really like 30-point losses, but, you know, I'll take that first half. Uh, Hopefully, you know, this one's a little bit more competitive throughout um, and maybe even get a win. But, yeah, they'll be in Vegas, right? They're playing in Vegas uh, on Wednesday.
0: Playing in Vegas on Wednesday. uh, Might be playing in Vegas on Thursday, Right. Yes, Maybe? I believe so. And they'll be playing the Timberwolves on Thursday. Uh, me and Harris oh, were talking about this earlier. Uh, preseason back to back, back to back. What? Like, what? Did we? <laughs> did we always do preseason back to backs? Like, what's the point? I don't Think so. Like, yeah. Um, and like, like I don't know. I I think I think uh that's teeing up a nice LeBron AD Russ will not play tonight on Thursday. I don't know what you guys oh, are yeah. thinking, but. I think Absolutely. I think they'll I think they'll take that game to be the game. Like, all right, we're not gonna play this game. We'll we'll see you guys back on Sunday. Um, Walt, you uh you gonna be watching, one uh like watching Max Christie and Cole Swider try and pull out a win late uh late in the game?
2: <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, I'm gonna be tuned in for everyone that I can. I wanna see everything. I'm hoping that uh you know LeBron and AD and Russ play tomorrow on the front end and you know just take out Thursday uh because i just wanted to have as much time together as possible to try to work out the kinks and you know get on the same page because the season right around the corner man is right around the corner so go hard or go home go hard to go
0: home yeah man freaking literally uh gonna be 13 days uh by the time you listen to this podcast before lakers watch the warriors get their rings um Man, I'm just scared for what that game <laughs> might look like. Why the um, answer, yes Why? Yeah. Why it gotta be us? Like, why? Why are we such the you know the breadwinner for this stupid association? You know. Um, any uh, Any closing thoughts before we uh, just get on out, get up on out of here?
2: I'm not gonna it's say exciting. what I want to say.
0: You don't want? You're not gonna cuss again, are you? Nah, I was gonna cuss. I'm scared. I don't even want you to say it anymore. We're just gonna we're just gonna end it right then and there. Um, like, was it about
1: uh Was it about Scotty Pippen Jr. not having like the best showing? Like we were really <laughs> uh, Scotty Pippen Jr. <laughs> <laughs> or are
0: trying. you are you just mad? Are you just mad we didn't get a little sizzling bacon? Or uh, did yeah, we? That, or did
2: that, we? I, nah, we did, man. That, that made me mad. I seen him, <laughs> I seen him uh, slicing some people up in practice too.
1: Um, it was trade related. I didn't want to bring that oh. in my mind. yeah the one that dropped five minutes before the game. Was it, that, was it? Yeah. Was it the uh the, the news that dropped right before the game?
2: Yeah, and some news yeah. came out today, I think came out today. Are and, we, uh, am I able to tack on some trade talk on this? Is
0: this like is this like is this like Walt sources? No, I
2: think it <laughs> I think it came from uh, Shams. Um he Buddy Hill said he would welcome a trade to get done before the yeah. season starts.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Pretty much yeah.
2: a trade request, I guess. So
0: and I think and I think in that article that uh wait, are you talking about from the article on Monday, the the as I call it or someone called it, the oral history of or the, history. the this of the of this entire summer. Because I think he did say in the article like healed may want to like trade or maybe open to a trade. I mean,
1: I think that I think it's the Sam, the Sam Amico somewhere. one, right? Okay. Well, yeah. The, um, yeah. So just Buddy open to a trade.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, please. A... But like at this point, I'm like. <sighs> if they're going to do it, they need to do it before this regular season starts. Yeah, just I don't do care it, if that man. means I don't care if that means we look like trash on opening night. And because we got like Buddy healed off of like one practice with us or my, and, and Miles Turner off of one practice with us. Cause like I can't be doing this like, like ten or fifteen games in. Like, all right, now let's do the trade. Like, I just feel like it's too. The the season's already chaotic. You're gonna add in like that variable. I know it makes the team better on paper, but like, it's I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Yeah, we've we've we've, I think we've dived into Miles Turner and Buddy Heald so much. Um, it might as well be Lakers. Like, I think I've talked about them more than you know the. Players on the roster, honestly. Uh, so, buddy,
0: Buddy Heald's more of a Laker than any of the guys that we had last season. Like, <laughs> like, 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 I'll I'll be telling my kids more about Buddy Heald as a Laker than Dan, DeAndre Jordan as a Laker.
1: <laughs> as, but before we go, did you hear that Eric? Did you see that Eric Pinkus saying it could last twenty games? The stare down between the Pacers. Oh uh, yeah, this? That's, I thought that that's, was funny. That, that's, that's what a I was kind counter- of down.
0: That's what I was kind of referencing like he he wasn't like talking about reporting per se, but like yeah, um, he's very well connected, so I kind of feel like he was kind of speaking oh, yeah. from a place of knowledge he yeah, yeah <laughs> like I wanna say like I didn't make it clear he was not saying any sources told him this, but he was very he was going very deep into that hypothetical of the Lakers and Pacers twenty games in and finally throwing up their hands and like making making a deal. but like I said, like twenty games in. We're going to like quarter of the season. Like, like, what's a lot? So, what's like the like what we say the Lakers go like if they're
2: eight and 12, 10 and 10, 10 10 and
0: 10, and like the pace, Mm -hmm. the paces are just trash, like three and or like five and 15. And they're finally like, you know what? One pick is fine.
2: Like, is that like
0: what we're going for?
2: I'm going to go the other way. If the pace is like nine and 11 or seven and 13. Uh And sitting at like that fourth or fifth spot in draft position and they keep watching all these Victor Women Yama highlights, they're gonna be like, Let's 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 talk. Let's uh let's let let's let's just let's, 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 let's do some business. You think?
0: I think they're oh, like I think they're like it seems to me that they've got more footing in the like let's not be embarrassing things than like we need to tank yeah. for Victor. Man, I
2: think – I don't I think, think, I don't think it's the right
0: decision. I think they yeah. should tank for Wemianna, but
2: – I think that they they have prided themselves on that for a long time. But if it's one mm-hmm. year for them to be like, you know what? This could really be it. You know what I'm saying? We got Halliburton. We can probably get, you know, some picks in the future from somebody if we – and it don't got to be just the Lakers. We can get some picks from somebody from Miles Turner. Those, or get, those
0: Lakers picks – those leaders' picks are going to be probably going to be top ten. What? Raj is going to be upset about, I, be upset well, about hearing gonna that, gonna that say, but 2027, man.
2: 2029. I'm with you, Raj. In, five, was... years, in yeah. five
0: years, like, LeBron will probably be out yeah. of the league. Like, who knows if AD will be here. They, they could be some great picks.
2: You think we're going to be that bad with Jason Tatum, bro?
0: Now I you're, that now, you're Jason Tatum and now let's uh, hey, let's not dive too yeah, deep into the real. you
1: think you think you think Luca's gonna lose that many games? <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, let's go. You really think Jokic is just gonna go. let? the twin tower combination there. No,
0: let me. No, no, we're missing No, we're missing the real one here. You guys think Victor Remignana is going to let the Lakers fall that hard? No <laughs> chance. No shot. Man. He's not taking that rookie extension in in 4 years or whatever he's coming to the Lakers. Oh man. man. All right, let's just let's just uh, end on that though. Man. Jesus Christ. Victor Remignana, Lakers. We got to get the the uh, the photoshops going. We got to contact some people. have hey, any photos. Yeah, I was going to say, none of us have any Photoshop expertise. Um, Actually, I feel like that's something Zane would just love to do right now. Yeah, Um, that's true. Let's wrap it up there. Uh, Tonight, Lakers play the Suns. Second preseason game. We'll see if um, all the big guys from each team play. Hopefully, the Lakers um, give a good effort in the first half. Uh, That's the most important thing. But hopefully, we get a freaking dub against the Suns and break this stupid preseason losing streak it'd be great i feel like it'd just be great for the team's morale just to get it so we will see you guys uh sometime next week um thank you very much for listening my name is don McHenry. uh joined tonight by walt and raj and like i said we will see you guys next week for another episode of the lakers outsider podcast peace out